Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. Good day, gear junkies, tree huggers, and dirt bags. It's time for The Rock Fight News, our new weekly rundown on the topics, events, business rumors, and headlines important to the outdoor community at large. I'm your host, Colin True, and our first story today comes from SGB Media, who is reporting that New Hampshire firearms manufacturer and military contractor Sig Sauer has acquired General Robotics in a deal that they say, and I quote, will exponentially increase the capabilities of our lightweight weapon systems delivering transformative advancements in mobility, greater lethality, and battle-tested force protection. Now, call me crazy, but isn't this the news, not chat GBT or BARD or any other developed AI that we should all be freaking out about? Because isn't this how the AI eventually ends up with an armada of Terminators combing a field of skulls in what used to be downtown Fargo? Moving into the fitness world, SGB also reported this week that fitness chains are seeing a, quote, brawny recovery in 2023. This is not unexpected as Mondays and Wednesdays are brawny recovery days, Tuesdays, Thursdays are core finance days, and Fridays are, of course, leg day. Vermont-based Turtlefur has announced the addition of key senior positions, including a VP of Marketing and E-Commerce, CFO, and the first CEO in the company's 30-plus year history. When asked about the search, a spokesperson said it's taken us 30 years to find our CEO because we at Turtlefur move very, 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 very deliberately. Also, RFN listeners should know that whenever turtle fur is in the news, regardless of what it's about, we're going to cover it, simply because they're called turtle fur. Moving now to the gold standard of outdoor adventure, ornithology, National Audubon Society's Board of Directors has voted to keep the organization's name despite the growing controversy of being associated with John James Audubon, the 19th century illustrator and naturalist. You see, in addition to helping popularize bird conservation through his artwork, Audubon was also a slave owner, and in case you doubted Audubon's commitment to being reprehensible, he was also an unabashed white supremacist. In a statement after the vote, Elizabeth Gray, the chief executive of the National Audubon Society, said that the board of directors had, quote, decided that the organization transcends one person's name, end quote. However, not everyone agrees with the decision. Audubon chapters across the country, including the National Society's own staff, have voted to drop their association with the Audubon name. Contests to find a new name are underway with typical results. Unsurprisingly, the Lisa Simpson Society and the Birdie McBirdface Coalition are the current frontrunners. And look, board of directors, I get that it's painful to give up all that brand equity. But is this really a tough choice? No, it's not. This is actually a really easy one. Just do the right thing. Lastly, the infamous Barkley Marathons was run last week at Frozen Head State Park in Tennessee. The notoriously difficult race, known for its nearly impossible entry process, lack of a consistent start time, and a race director who blows a conch and then lights a cigarette to get things started, also prides itself on there routinely being zero participants to finish under the 60-hour cutoff. There have only been 17 people who have finished the race ever. However, this year, for only the second time, three racers crossed the finish line under the cutoff time. Ironically, however, the finishing runners were reported missing before their times could be logged. Reports are hazy, but those with feet on the ground have reported overhearing race director Lazarus Lake saying, three finishers? Not on my watch. Apparently, the Barclays' reputation as the toughest race in the world will remain intact. 
Well, folks, that's our show for today. Do you have any headlines that deserve the attention of Rockfight News? Throw that stone along with your comments and suggestions to myrockfight at gmail.com. That is a wrap for this week. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Thanks for listening to The Rock Fight. I'm Colin True. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight, LLC. Rock Fight!